1: Welcome to the Lights Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined remotely by Lou Huff, Harriet Russell and Becky Hall. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. We're recording this on Tuesday morning, post Easter bank holidays. How was everyone's weekends? Good, thank you.
2: It was so nice to be kind of, although we're working from home, it was nice to just feel like you're doing something different and a bit sort of, despite being home, you're just enjoying the sunshine. I mean, the weather was incredible. It was nice to just be with family and it still felt like that kind of real Easter vibe holiday. It, it did feel like Easter, didn't it? Despite it really did, yeah. Lou, what did you get up to? Yeah,
3: it was really, really lovely. I mean, the weather was just in, incredible. I feel like every Easter though we are blessed with good weather. I was looking back mm. at the pictures of last year and we, we did an Easter egg hunt in someone's garden but we unfortunately don't have a garden and it was literally, I feel like I should have just switched off social media for the weekend because all I saw was people having barbecues and sunbathing oh. their own gardens and doing Easter egg hunts and doing incredible, like tablescaping. And I just felt really envious
1: to not have a garden. So yeah. Mm. If ever there was a time to have a garden, it's during isolation, isn't
4: it? Harriet, how was your weekend? Yeah, fine. Pretty much the same, to be honest. I think ever since we went into lockdown, there's been a lot of pressure to be super productive and do all of these things around the house, like clean your wardrobes out or just clean all of your appliances or what have you. And I genuinely haven't had that much time to do any of those things because we've been lucky, we've been able to work and... Obviously, with all the zooming and trying to keep mm. in contact with friends and family and stuff, that there just hasn't been that much time. So I actually felt, for once, like these four days offered a bit of a chance to get into some of that stuff. So yeah. So what were you doing? Were you, what were you cleaning and sorting? <laughs> I tackled my wardrobe for the first time in about probably at least six months, but it might be longer. And I did use Alison Bornstein's method. Charlotte already knows how obsessed I am with
1: her. What's Um, this? That's a feature that we ran with the stylist, Alison Bornstein. I discovered it through YouTube first. And
4: she has done this video with Violette, who we've also got a feature with. And she just has a really different approach, I think, to looking at your wardrobe. It's so easy to just say, oh, open the doors and go through it and whatever you don't wear throw away blah blah but the way she breaks it down I think makes it really clear that that's just not enough and she gives you a really easy step-by-step method to fully evaluate all of your clothes and why they might not be being worn now but why that doesn't necessarily mean you should throw them away which obviously in you know the age of covid is is even more relevant I suppose
1: Agreed. Good. Mm-hmm. Productive weekends all round. Not really. Actually, no, Luke, you had a productive weekend. You painted <laughs> Yeah, it. I
3: did. So even though we weren't outside, we decided we to do some redecorating. So our spare room of our flat has been a sort of really horrible bright blue. And it's kind of been like a dumping ground um, for kind of extra bits and hoovers and boxes and bits and bobs. So we thought, now we've got the time, let's paint it. So we spent Saturday doing a lot of sanding I didn't really realize there was quite so much prep work that needed to be done pre the actual painting (laughs) but my fiance is a bit of a DIY lover I'll say not expert but yeah there's a lot of prep with the sanding and then the polyfilling and then the sanding again and then we were painting on Sunday so we've got two base coats of Dulux's finest before our actual paint color arrives on Thursday because paint oh my god sorry
1: this is before you even paint
3: properly yeah 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 Yeah. this is this is before the actual thing even happens because firstly paint is really hard to order now it was on a 21 day delivery period because I think lots of other people are obviously doing this but because it was such a bright color we had to do a couple of base coats and there's no point obviously using your expensive paint as a base coat. Otherwise, you know, it's just a complete waste of money. But yeah, it's a tiny, tiny little room, but it's amazing how much bigger it already looks. So yeah, yeah it's did feel quite productive. It's yeah. nice to kind of come to the end of a weekend and be able to look at something and be like, wow, that looks really different. We actually yeah. achieved
1: quite a lot. Yeah, you can see the fruits of your labour. Definitely. Well, I had quite a fun weekend because I got a dog this weekend. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> little little Scooby joined the family on Friday. Friday. and he's just gorgeous. He's a beagle, he's 8 weeks old. Aww. And we've wanted to get a dog for so long, but or you obviously need a bit of time off work in the first few weeks to train them and to kind of get them acclimatized and I was never really prepared to use my holiday days to, to get a dog acclimatized my house. So, <laughs> this was the perfect opportunity to um, be at home with him and he's just gorgeous and lovely and sparks all night long. Aww. And yeah, I think it was Sunday night he would bark from 1 till 6:30 which was Aww. hideous. But um, last night we shut all the doors. I put on my Bose noise cancelling headphones and got a great night's sleep. So I think you have to just let them cry out until they get used to it. So Oh, and yeah, it, has he lovely. developed like a personality yet? Or is that too his, early to say yet? His personality is just baby. Do you know what I mean? He's just like a little <laughs> baby. It's so <laughs> sweet. He's just so <laughs> sleepy and cute and just edible. Like, oh, he's just gorgeous. And he, I know, I know. He's. We've had quite a few accidents in the house, but he is learning. Like we've got sit down and we've got, calm so like you know he's learning instructions and yeah this is still only day five so I'm hopeful that we'll be fine so how so. long is it until he's allowed out I mean he's currently allowed like in the garden but he just needs his final vaccinations which are in like two weeks through okay. and then we can start walking him but only a little bit because he's so little oh sweet I know he's it's gorgeous lovely. thanks um <laughs> also the other thing is I kind of naively didn't realize like quite how much work is involved and you have to go outside with them so much so i just think don't get a dog in winter get your dog in yeah. april march april may so that in uh, those first few months you don't freeze to death outside anyway i'll let you know how it <laughs> continues to go what has everybody been watching listening to reading becky
2: i watched this weekend a film called knives out on sky it's I daniel craig loved it. so it's got daniel craig it's got jamie lee curtis He's got Christopher Plummer, Tony Collette, like the cast is incredible and the best way to describe it is it's like cluedo brought to a film. So it's like a real mystery who it in a family sort of black comedy. It's really fun whilst being a bit of a mystery. It is brilliant. Like it's hard to put into words. It's very modernized, quite upbeat, but it, there is kind of a gritty undertone to it. And the cast just makes it like the best thing ever. Where's it set? It's set in a really sort of creepy, big house in America. And it centers around this family who obviously have a lot of money. But Daniel Craig is called out as a private investigator to kind of analyze them and find out who has done. It's really good fun. Apart from his accent is a little bit wonky, but the cast just makes it... I can't imagine him with an American accent. I was a bit like, why did you not just hit someone with an American accent? But I'm not a big Daniel Craig lover,
1: so... Because also, if you were an investigator, then you could just be from anywhere. He wasn't part of the family, so why <laughs> well, is he not just it? Well,
2: exactly. That's and hilarious. it also has... Yeah, it's a bit silly. It's also got Anna de Armas, oh, who's yeah. the new Bond girl. So that was kind of weird as well, Cute. seeing them together. But I really recommend it for, like, a Saturday night movie. It was, it was good fun. Um, thanks. Lou? Do you
3: know what? I haven't watched anything good. We've watched quite a few things, but I just really haven't enjoyed anything that much. Like We watched Le Mans, which I was so excited for. It's got Christian Bale and Matt Damon. And it's another sort of car racing tale of the great race of Le Mans in 66. And, you know, I've been a huge fan of Drive to Survive. So I thought I would really, really enjoy it. But I just found it a bit slow, actually. And then we also watched Love Wedding Repeat. Oh, my Um, God, it was so bad. (laughs) It's so bad. Why is it? it
1: so bad? Yeah, I want to try this.
3: I was like, okay, I'm just really up for sort of a light-hearted rom com. You know, it's a, a wedding set in Italy. Like, surely I'll love the sound of that. And it
1: was just really shit. And yeah, it had like a good cast and. I don't know. Not this my, is not that me. the one with Sam Claflin? Yeah. It's this new film on Netflix with Sam Claflin and Olivia Mann and Eleanor Tomlinson. And yeah, a really good cast about a wedding in Italy told from lots of different perspectives. And the first five minutes, I thought it was quite jokes. And then it just got so boring. Yeah. Oh, shame. Really I know, shit. it looks shame. really fun. I know. Yeah. shame. I yeah. have really to say, shit. I loved it. No, no way! <laughs> Harriet, do tell. I didn't well, even finish it. I got so bored. No,
4: so me and my sister have discovered this new thing called Netflix Party. Has anyone yes, else done it? Yes, I've heard it? about this. We haven't done it, but I've had, my
1: friends and I were talking about it the other day. Oh my God. No. So,
4: so much fun. It's essentially like Zoom for Netflix, but you don't see each other. It's just like a chat bar that goes down the side of the film. So you can bring as many people as you like onto the Netflix Party. And it means that everyone is watching the film at exactly the same time no matter where you are. And then in the chat bar, in the sidebar, you can send comments to each other as the film plays. And then if you want to stop it, you can, you can press pause. Other people can press play and what have you so you're all watching in complete synchronicity and me and my sister knew this film was going to be not the greatest script not the greatest like <laughs> cinematography but we just got some alcohol Saturday night Netflix party and i think it's a bit like what you said about going to see cats charlotte like you just revel in it you just lean into it and yeah. you're like this is absolutely excuse my french batshit crazy like yeah. it's all over the shop the script is nuts like <laughs> yeah. but we just rolled with it and we were yeah. obviously like couple of sheets to the wind and it was great
1: I loved it Fun. I love that idea I might do that with some girlfriends actually that's a really yeah. fun way to watch a rom-com I like that it's not too difficult you have to download
4: essentially like a plug-in but that makes it sound much more complicated than it actually is Um, will it work on my tv like i watch netflix
1: through the app on my
4: tv that's a good question i haven't tried it on my tv we only tried it on our laptops but laptop was fine and then yeah you just send a link a bit like a zoom link to whoever wants to join and then you just pile in um, Clever.
1: Amazing. Yeah. I watched something else that was much better on Netflix, which is Unorthodox, which is a four part show, which has also been. I've had a lot of people talking about it over the last few weeks. It is based on the autobiography of a lady called Deborah Feldman from 2012, in which she documented her. Escape is one word for it, her departure from ultra 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 orthodox Jewish community in Williamsburg, in New York. And the sect there is a specific sect from Hungary and they are about as religious as it gets. So this unorthodox is a is a fictional retelling of her story, how she escapes a marriage, how she escapes Family, both her family and her husband's. She flees to Berlin, and it's not a spoiler to say they come after her. So it's all about her trying to kind of find her voice, find her independence. It's about why she left, and it basically works as a series of flashbacks. So at the very beginning, it's her um, leaving, and then you piece together. Why she left over the course of four episodes. I first of all love that it was four episodes. That's quite a kind of random. It's not a film, but it's also not like a you know ten hour job. So um, it's quite bingeable, and it's just brilliant. Like whatever religion you are, is kind of irrelevant because this is you know such an extreme version of a religion. It's just a fascinating look into these people's lives and how unbelievably extreme their lives are, and the kind of the lengths that somebody will go to to fight for their freedom. And it's the fact, obviously, that it was a true story in the first place that makes it so compelling. There's also So a bonus fifth episode at the end in which they go kind of behind the scenes in the making, which I wish more Netflix shows would do because often you actually have a lot of questions, don't you? And then they answered all those questions. So basically it's the first mainstream television show ever to be made in Yiddish, which for those who don't know is like the old Eastern European language of um, Ashkenazi, which is Eastern European Jews. And it's still spoken by like those people in those communities, but you know, it's otherwise just a pretty dead language. And yeah, so they explain like, how they taught the actors to speak Yiddish and blah blah. Anyway, it's really worth a watch and then you get to have all your questions answered at the end um, which made it even better. I love those behind the scenes But Do you remember when David Attenborough they'd always do then, the oh. second
2: part of the programme
1: would be how they yes. made it and it's so fascinating. Like with the yeah. penguins when they helped the penguins and then you actually oh, get yeah. to see like, when I they know, help I
2: them. forgot about that that's the yeah. best bit ever.
1: Yeah. 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 And you
3: know, you see the kind of final take but how long it takes to get those shots and mm-hmm. what those cameramen have to go through and what they see and you know it's fascinating isn't
1: it back in the day of DVDs as well I used to love watching the DVD with the director's commentary like I always yes. did that it's so interesting like for stupid <laughs> films like I did it for like Mean Girls and whatever it's still so interesting to know like oh the, you know the behind the scenes gossip or we did this for this reason yeah. or whatever I guess it's why people like show that's behind the scenes isn't yeah it? So. E- also even on
3: um, when they do the bloopers in the rolling credits I, I love, love that. that I love yeah, that I but, love but I love
1: nothing more than in Toy Story when they do fake bloopers yeah. too. <laughs>
2: yeah. why not
1: (laughs) Exactly. Speaking of TV shows, we wrote a feature on the 20 best series to binge watch. So we're not necessarily talking about what we're watching now we're talking about like the series that over the past i feel like binge watching has been a thing for like a decade so the things that over the last decade or so you have binged and absolutely loved so i would love your recommendations becky top tv watcher what is your number one if you're going to binge something tv show
2: so there were a couple on the piece that i have binged but if i was going to recommend one it has to be mind hunter on mm. netflix because i just think it will be firstly it's about serial killers and very up my street but that aside it's actually based on the two people who coined the term serial killer and it sounds like it would be really heavy and bleak but everybody i've recommended it to has watched both series there's two now a third one is coming literally binged it within sort of a week because you become really invested in these two fbi men who as i said coined the term serial killer they get to know these people on such an intimate level And it is just so gripping. It's a bit like Inside the Mind of Serial Killer, but there's also a really emotional level that you connect with these FBI detectives. And it's really powerful and it's got good soundtrack as well, but I can't recommend it enough if you're into sort of thriller series. Becky, where can you find it? You can find it on Netflix. Both series is on there and I think the third series is coming
1: this autumn. Harriet, what is your most bingeable series recommendation ever?
4: I was thinking about the series that I've watched in like two days straight back-to-back episodes and the only one that really came to mind was Sex Education. If you haven't watched it, now is definitely the time. Light-hearted fun, nothing too serious, definitely would be my pick. However, I haven't watched it, so I can't sort of stand by it, but I've had recommended to me Call My Agent. Has anyone watched that? No. No. So it's French and it's on Netflix, and there are three seasons, and it's basically set in a Parisian PR office, and it's a comedy. And it's basically just about the sort of hijinks that go on in this PR office. And it came from my mum who just said, it's just so funny. There are subtitles, which might be not what everyone wants right now. But if you're sort of missing that dose of international kind of culture or whatever, while we're all sort of marooned in, in the UK, yeah, it might be worth watching.
0: All right, give
1: that a try you can talk about it next time yeah <laughs> these have been great modern recommendations mine is a bit more old school Lou is yours I don't know so th- there's only been two series that I have ever binge
3: watch one is The Sinner I was absolutely captivated by that it was so amazing and I remember literally we had two days where we were locked indoors and that was all we could watch <laughs> like we finished one episode and be like okay just <laughs> one more it was so amazing so if you haven't watched that season one and two are available on Netflix and then the other one is Fleabag if you kind of want something a bit more lighthearted hearted and fun then yeah Fleabag was just can't say just the best, best word about it page. I'm gutted that there isn't a chance of a series three but
1: all the best tv shows are the ones that cool it. It's like the 40 Towers office yeah. Yeah. Um, you're right. You're right. effect, isn't it? The ones that just make two perfect seasons and then just walk away. So I haven't really binged anything kind of in my adult life. Like I really hate staying at home on the weekend. I don't know. I just don't really binge. But when I was at uni, I was like top binger. So Grey's Anatomy is like the one, if ever anyone asks me like, what, Harriet, you're nodding, like, what is the one... If you want something that is like ultimate binge, here's 13 seasons or however many ridiculous amount of seasons they have now. (laughs) They're still going. I stopped after, I think, like season 10 maybe there's a point at which it gets a bit shit but I'd say the first seven or eight seasons of Grey's Anatomy are some of and I will back this till I die are some of the best <laughs> TV you will ever watch I mean it is so dramatic you will cry so much and the reason I've got a friend actually who in isolation has gone back to watching it again I mean I could never put myself through it again it is way too emotional but it is just the best show about relationships and people and it's, funny too. it's just just brilliant I cannot recommend it enough it's so good Harriet were you also a fan Mm. I I was a massive fan I think the
4: first three seasons are some of the best television like that have been made in the last 10 years I honestly think and I'm so sad that they mess up in my opinion the George Izzy characters which are some of the originals Mm -hmm. and they really in season three they took it down a really stupid path that didn't pan out and Mm -hmm. lo and behold shortly after those characters didn't last very
1: long I can't remember what happens but Denny when I think of Izzy I just think of Denny yeah that's season
4: Oh, really. oh, oh
1: sucker punch I've yelling? never actually watched Grey's Anatomy I think I've only oh, watched
3: like Lou. one it's... that was randomly on on channel four once for a time but that's definitely
1: something I'd like to go back to honestly so what, how would I watch that um, um, it's all available on Prime Lou I think you should give it a go it's so like yeah. the hospital is almost secondary like it's all about totally. relationships and yeah. they're just the most incredible characters oh my god you will just fall so hard for these oh. people yeah it sounds right up my street so that's definitely yeah. something yeah, that I'm it's So good. I'm gonna indulge in. The other T V show in that kind of like American drama. Category is One Tree Hill, which again oh, not the most highbrow, yes. oh, but the best. Again, so much drama, so many great juicy relationships, and yeah. If you never watched One Tree Hill, that's also on Prime. Then yeah. definitely make that your kind. You, you'll just feel like a teenager again. It's the best.
3: I've got to say though, I'm not sure. At the time, I absolutely loved it, but I'm not sure now as an adult I would enjoy it quite so much. I don't I know whether you would. It, sometimes when you go back
4: to something that you used to
3: think was amazing, you're like, oh god, what was I thinking? No, no, no. I, don't,
4: I don't know. No, it's rewatch- such a good point. I totally agree. When I was growing up, my favorite show, without doubt, was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, yeah. I know, funny. Buffy.
1: But it's no surprise that Buffy dated, <laughs> is it?
4: Well, I was like lockdown. This is what I'm going to go back to. I have to say, <laughs> from an aesthetic point of view, it's so worth a rewatch. The really? outfits, the mm. hair, like oh it's just so 90s and I love it I was honestly I was on ASOS like looking for a mini backpack because <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar just looks so cute all the time I'm just like <laughs> oh I love it but yeah the rest of it the dialogue is holds up pretty well but actually it's things like the special effects and stuff which now yeah. obviously looks so <laughs> so dated yeah
1: perhaps it comes down to um it's special effects ruining things but I I've talked about this in the podcast before I've gone back to Gossip Girl so many times um because oh. that was also my like one of my absolute favorites and it just holds up so well it's obviously- see a load of crap but it's just so enjoyable yeah it's the same with the oc isn't it yeah exactly exactly okay well have a look at the feature on the site for more recommendations whether you're looking for something vintage from the 90s or something a little bit more modern let's move on and talk about baking we wrote a food mass feature on mini eggs which is basically the dream with lots of different recipes including everybody's favourite Easter treats. They included mini egg blondie tray bake and Easter knickerblocker glories. Mm-mm. So I want to know, have you been baking and what have you baked? Harriet?
4: The answer is, is a big fat no, I'm afraid. <laughs> I think I'm about the only person who has yet to make a banana bread. I can't believe um, you haven't made a banana bread. Yeah, I, I can't
2: believe, even I've made a banana <laughs> yeah, bread. Yeah, me too. I not bake. Yeah.
4: I mean, I do think I'm quite an enthusiastic cook. Tor and I are always talking about what we're making for dinner when we're usually in the office. But in terms of baking, I, I have to say I rarely bake under normal circumstances. So it would be a bit odd. And also on top of that, my supermarkets are awful. Like the supplies are just still still really bad. So it would be quite stressful, I think. To mm-hmm.
1: me. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been pretty hard to track down flour, eggs and sugar for, for a lot of people, hasn't it? Mm. I agree with you. I definitely do not bake in my normal life. But I actually then have sort of seen this as an opportunity. Well, it's just a way to kill some time, isn't it? If you've mm. got the stuff in your house. Lou, have you been baking? Yeah, so I made
3: a banana bread right at the beginning and I'm not gonna lie it was so shit like (laughs) maybe I followed the the wrong recipe but I basically cooked it for ages and the middle was still so wet Mm. and then I kind of kept testing it and kind of sticking my fork in the middle to see if it was still wet anyway it got to a point where I was like this is completely ridiculous like the top of it had got so dark and burnt I thought the inside must be all right and then it was like basically still runny and I was so disappointed because I backed myself as actually quite a good baker so yeah that kind of really put me on mm. bad set and then all I saw on my Instagram was other people having fantastic banana <laughs> breads. so I was bitterly mm. disappointed we also made some flapjacks which were much easier Ooh,
0: and nice What's really you really, in?
3: really delicious I mean it's basically all the goodies butter sugar golden syrup Oats and raisins. It's literally oh, so, yum. so simple. And if you've got 15 minutes and you want to have a nice cup of tea with something fresh, then it's really, really quick and easy to make. So, but yeah, Delicious. very indulgent and did it. I didn't know why. flapjacks mm. I think often you think are going to be healthy. Healthy. And they're absolutely not. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, I that, know that, that, that is
4: such a good point, though, isn't it? It's like the other reason I think I haven't done it is because I'm obviously isolating on my own. So I, I'm going to have to eat all of this stuff myself because I can't even I mean. dream. I
1: can't even dream. I keep thinking about making a cake and then I'm like but who the I'm just gonna end up using an entire (laughs) cake so do I need to do that and normally
4: Uh, if if I made something I'd maybe have like one or two and then I would either bring it into work or take it to my parents or something but that's not gonna happen so it just feels a bit wasteful
1: yeah and a bit you can still
4: like have it
3: as like your afternoon treat you know stops you from going to the the shop to buy snacks and
1: indulgent bits like that so Mm. Another way to use what you have in the house, isn't it? Becky, have you been baking?
2: Yeah, so I obviously also made banana bread with chocolate chips, just if you're wondering if I snazzed it up. I was the same, Lou. It took forever, I would say 50 minutes to cook mine. Was it burnt? Yeah, mm, Marginally, but it tasted good. But the mm. thing I do like about banana bread is you can use it for breakfast as well. It's got a lot of benefits. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to make bread this week because we finally managed a to get some flour. It. I'm actually really excited about it because, well, I think fresh bread, butter, jam. is like, is there anything better than that? Have you made it before? So no. So my brother's with us at the moment and he has made it before. He's going to make it and I'm going to sort of be sous chef, if you like, and Fun. learn. But I'm excited. And what kind of bread? White domed loaf, you know, like those round ones. He's got like all the Paul Hollywood recipes. So I'm so ready for it. And will you be Lush. using a bread maker?
1: We will you be doing it by hand. By hand. Lovely. Next time you're on the podcast, give us your tips. For I'll how give it you went. an update. I'll, g- I'll let yeah. you send some pics as well. How <laughs> long does it take? Isn't it like a twenty
2: four hour process? Yeah, you have to like knead the dough, and we leave it in the conservatory for like twenty four hours. Why? The and then you come back to it because it's warm. It's warm. Mm. Mm. You know, you have they have those proofing trays on baker. Oh yes,
1: they do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Watch and learn. Awesome. <laughs>
1: Okay. It's like, Leo, I'm surprised you haven't made bread. You love bread.
2: I know, but
3: we've been really lucky with our bread deliveries. So it's been non-negotiable that we aren't having fresh bread in the house. So we have <laughs> been getting a weekly Gail's delivery of multiple loaves, baguettes, croissants. Yeah, it's been the real highlight. And then also on Friday, we had... A delivery from the bagel guys and Ooh. they're based in northeast london but i messaged them and they basically said if they had enough requests for deliveries within our postcode they would come south so I got an amazing email and they were like yep yeah, we, we've had enough we're coming yeah. away next we're coming. Friday.
0: <laughs> yeah
3: so we had six poppy seed and six plain bagels on Friday oh, and they were mm. sourdough bagels oh my god they Yum. couldn't have been more chewy and delicious oh, yummy. Oh, awesome. Yum. I know I'm so, very yeah.
1: lucky that my local deli is still up and running and producing the best bagels and that is pretty much getting us through at this point Yum. it's funny isn't it
4: how times change I was Looking out my window this morning, and two people walk past me with like takeaway coffees, and I was like, "Where did you get this?" Oh my god, that
1: happened to me this weekend. I was walking down the high street. I was like, "Somewhere's open. Somewhere's yeah. open. There are some plastic cups."
4: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Cue me like looking on Google like coffee in Wandsworth. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, yeah, yeah. absolutely jonesing for a takeaway coffee.
1: <laughs> I made cookies last week from a recipe. There are a couple of women that I follow on Instagram who I always look at their food and their baking in particular. And I think, God, that looks insane, but obviously, I never ever do it. So there's a lady called Half Baked Harvest that's her Instagram name she's one of those like American bakers who puts like everything in their cookies so these cookies the original recipe was like pretzels salted caramel cookie dough crumble cake or something I don't know whatever something like that anyway so I kind of took her base recipe and and made them and they were so easy and so delicious I just used what I had in the house so I used her base and then crushed up chocolate buttons and put them in there and the cookies were really good but I forgot how insane cookie dough is and actually. Yeah the fun that I had with the bowl and the spoon was much greater than the fun I had with the warm... Actually, to be fair, the warm cookies at the end were really good. God, I actually might make some today. I'm just thinking about Yeah, you're it making it me want to make some. <laughs> I'm like drooling. But yeah, guys, cookie dough. Make yourself some cookie dough because then it doesn't even matter what it comes out in the oven. Like, and it's just so good.
3: There's a catering company that I follow on Instagram and they're doing deliveries and they were doing... There was one that went out on the weekend which was just a block of cookie dough with a caption, oh. how do you take your cookie dough?" I'm
2: just like, oh my god, yum! Oh. And Lottie in our office has been making cookies, and she put her recipe up the other day. And I have to make them because they were like those puffy cake ones wow. that you get from like you know shops. So I've got to
1: try and get that recipe. Yeah, and- Lottie actually has a baking Instagram account, doesn't she? And we will link it in the notes below. But uh, she's the most amazing baker. She's made. It was it the Blondies that she bought? oh she, she made, made just Blondies. Insane. Oh, she makes some really delicious stuff, doesn't she? Yeah, she really knows what she's doing. She's definitely worth a follow. um, So we will link her account. All right. Well, obviously for more baking tips, then have a look at the site. Speaking of ways to keep yourself entertained, we wrote a feature on the best... Board games to play with your friends and family. This included things that are great for the kids. Um, there are some really quirky things in here, which I had never heard of, but that sound so fun. Quizzes from TV and film, and also some good old classics in there. So I want to know what are your favorite board games? Harriet.
4: So the reason that you say it's a bit quirky is we kind of wanted to put stuff in there that maybe people haven't heard of. We do have a tiny section on classics, but they're kind of like updated versions on classics, some of them. But honestly, one of my favourites has to be Double. It's so embarrassing. I'm obsessed
3: with Double. I've got to say... I don't think that should be in the children's category.
4: <laughs> I know, well, this, is, <laughs> this is what I was going to say, because it's honestly designed for ages like three and up, which is so embarrassing and why it's in the children's section. But honestly, you have never seen my family at Christmas, Dobble is the number one thing we do. And you've, <laughs> you've never seen like four or five adults get more competitive than when we're playing double, it's I've absolutely ridiculous. It.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of it either. So, what
4: is double? How does it work? How do you play? Okay, it's kind of like a slightly more sophisticated version of Snap. Which okay. Lou, really? will know. I didn't know
1: it could get more sophisticated than Snap. No,
4: you've, you've summarized
3: it perfectly.
4: <laughs> yeah, it really is. So, it comes with these round cards that are like discs, and on every card there's about seven or eight images, and they're all sort of blown up to different sizes. And all that happens is that one person puts down a card and you look at your own card and you have to find a matching image and shout out the name of the image. So you look at this card that's in front of you on the table. And if your card has a matching bird or giraffe, whatever it is, you just shout the name and put the card down. But because everything is blown up to different sizes... It's like your eye is not trained to see the matching image. It actually requires quite a lot of concentration and focus to find the matching <laughs> image. But obviously it's just like snap. So whoever
1: gets there first wins. And, and the aim of the game is to get rid of all your cards first. Yeah. I guess it's in the kid, for kids section because you probably can play if you're a child. It's Definitely <laughs> yeah. it,
3: It's one of those like good games, a quick game. And it's also like yeah. quite easy. Like there's not a huge amount of rules or whatever. So, you know, if you're uh, just you know in a group and looking for something to kind of play quickly, then it's a good one for that and it comes in like a tiny little box so it's you know very portable you can take it away on
4: holiday with you or if you go camping or something like that so it's a good one they've come out with different themes so there's obviously a classic one but they've started like a harry potter one and things like that and i'm, I'm sure the possibilities will be endless they'll develop more and more versions so um so yeah
1: love that I love and oh it's super cheap as well 13 quid where yeah. you keep the kids entertained harriet any other- other recommendations from your list
4: definitely I know that some people say that they don't understand or enjoy Cards Against Humanity point this is in the strictly adults only section but I think the key to Cards Against Humanity is to try and play with the most inappropriate people so if you play with people who have like a dirty mind or a bit vulgar most of the time it sort of becomes a bit redundant I love playing it with my parents' friends because to see them squirm, (laughs) like New Year's Eve is when we always play Cards Against Humanity, when all of my parents' friends are around and to see them have to like read these really disgusting cards when you've got alcohol in the mix as well.
1: Okay. So funny. Anything else?
4: Yeah, the other one, it's an oldie but a goodie is Uno Extreme. If anyone likes Uno, the Extreme version is so much fun.
1: Obviously, everybody loves Uno, but I haven't heard of Uno Extreme. So obviously, in the normal Uno
4: version, you have to pick up some cards depending on the circumstances. In the extreme version, the little sort of card generator machine, you have to press the button. So in normal Uno, you would just pick up one or two cards, however many you needed. In the extreme version, the generator fires cards at you. So <laughs> right. you, you can end up with like 50 more cards. And obviously okay. it sets you much further back in the game. So no one, yeah, no one ever wants to press the button, but it, it makes it that much more fun. So yeah, okay. I love it. Love that. Really fun.
1: Becky, are you a board game person?
2: I am such a board game person. Basically, we have this game called Seen It. And you can get different versions. We've got Scene It Music and it's a DVD board game. So you put the DVD in and it gives you loads of music and you basically have to guess the intros. You have to guess what song it is. And it is so much fun. And I don't like to brag, but it's like my favourite game because I somehow I'm just, I get the lyrics really quick. So that is where my competitive streak <laughs> yeah, comes in. i just very good at it. It's just because I'm <laughs> great. But they also do like Scene It Harry Potter. So you have to guess like certain things. They give you clips and you have to guess it in a time limit, and they also do scene it movies as well. So there's they're brilliant, they are really good games Fun. In the group. And Love another that. one, less of a board game, but it's a card game called Who in the Room. And you basically read them out and you have to all simultaneously point to the person you think is most like what it says on the card. Oh, I see. It's
1: like that TikTok where couples have their eyes shut and they have to point at who the statement most applies to. It's,
2: exactly. It's kind of dodgy if you you don't want to be offended but you've also just got to go
1: for it it's good fun fun oh, nice for like a big group of girlfriends right?
2: yeah big group of friends definitely
3: Lou I feel like you're probably a board game person yeah I love a board game although I was a little bit upset to find my favorite not on the list actually oh, Harriet what, what, um, oh. so our favorite in our family is called taboo I just think it's a really easy light-hearted like everyone can kind of get involved and if you don't know the premises you've got a stack of cards and there's a keyword at the top and then there's a couple of words underneath it which kind of relate to that word and you need to try and explain what the top word says to your team without using the words underneath it so yeah that's one of my favourites another one I got recently is a game called Catan don't know if anyone's played that before oh no Oh, it's tricky. It's kind of a little bit like Risk, if anyone's played that again. Oh, yeah, I have. Yeah, It's sort of not like a sort of a fun, energetic game. It's kind of a lot more intense. So if you're looking for something a little bit more serious, then Catan is a very good
1: one. Nice. I like that. Yeah, (laughs) I can't be the only person who has been doing many a quiz over Zoom. I feel like my life is kind of quizzing at the moment. I think it works quite well, isn't it? Because it's quite hard to have a Zoom chat with loads of people, but then a quiz obviously kind of gives it some structure. I'm guessing that's why they've been quite yeah. say, popular. It's quiz number two of the week today. It's only Tuesday, isn't it? And <laughs> we are hosting. So we've got a group that we do a quiz with every Tuesday night. And the way it works is that whoever wins the quiz then hosts the following one. So I did a different quiz this weekend where everybody presented a different round, whereas this one, it's all on the hosts, uh, which is quite fun. So as I say, we're hosting tonight and we've tried to be really creative with our different rounds. So the last few weeks, they've been really fun, but they've been quite like general knowledge. So we've put a scavenger hunt in there. So people are have like two minutes to go and find multiple different things from around their house. So I think I put like something from the 90s, something ugly, something sexy, something else, can't believe everything was, um, cool. from around their house. Yeah, which was quite fun. And yeah, loads of other, I put GCSE maths in there, which is like my worst nightmare. And then I stole around from a different group that I did a quiz with this weekend, which was guess the missing words in Donald Trump's tweets, which was really jokes. It had like, obviously, I'm sure you can guess what happened, but it had <laughs> words from uh, Donald Trump's tweets uh, blacked out, and you have to fill in the gaps. And it's just so clever because on Zoom, you can do the like screen takeover, so you can put PowerPoint presentations together for quizzes, and then take over everybody's screen to show them. So it works really well. That wasn't a ball game; that was a total cop out. The reason I said all of that is because. I don't really play ball games, but <laughs> for people who are looking for alternative ways to entertain themselves yeah. over the
3: next few and weeks. And also, it's, it's great. if you aren't with your family and there's only one or two of you in your home, then a ball game is not the most fun with two people. So, yeah, exactly. a quiz, I think, is a nice way of being able to do a game with a couple of other people.
1: Um, But I love the idea of a scavenger hunt. I was thinking, Harriet, maybe this is one for you that we should definitely do a feature on Sheerlux about fun, cool ways to pimp up your quiz night because a lot of people are doing them right now. And things like a scavenger hunt are are pretty jokes. Anyway, for more board game recommendations, then have a look at the feature on Before we go, Becky, I just want to ask you because two weeks ago on the podcast, you said you had ordered a soap brow. And I saw on your Instagram that you have now used your soap brow. So can you give a little update? How was it? What does it do? Is it great?
2: It was on Beauty Spot yesterday, which is saved to Sherlock's Instagram if you want to have a look. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. It took me a little bit of time to master because you are meant to order a spray with it because the idea is you wet the soap so right. that then you can scoop up the formula. But I actually just use another face mist. It does the same thing. And you just spritz it into the soap and then you use your spoolie to get like quite a nice chunk of it. And then you just brush it through your brows. The reason it's so effective is because that particular soap brows is formulated to work with eyebrows. And it sets right. them in place for hours. Honestly, it's incredible.
1: Love that. Okay, so where can we order it?
2: You can order it on Beauty Bay. There might be a slight delay at the moment, but it's yeah, still comes within about four days and yeah it's just you don't even need product with it they look really groomed
1: and fresh fab i need that i'm gonna order one thanks yeah i think you'll love it cool thanks becky and thanks obviously to lou and harriet as well that's all we've got time for today uh, but if you have any feedback at all please do email podcast at we love hearing from you also don't forget to rate review subscribe and tell your friends Bye bye